when people come to me, their children are sick. Sick children do sick things. There's a danger to the other children of molestation. There's a danger of drugs. There's a danger of depression. There's a danger of suicide. There's a danger of all kinds of terrible things that can happen. And they're really meshuga. They're meshuga in their spiral, in their craziness. They're really bechina of a concept of somebody who's really rachstus comes over them. And they're just out of control. So the idea of TP is to give them medicine. And when you give medicine, then the machla gets less. And then they become more normal. So as the machla goes down from 104 to 103 to 102 to 101 over years, even if every year goes down one, one bit, then you have less problems, you have less issues. So the issues that you have today are a result of what you did until now. Had you given the medicine two years ago, you, you wouldn't have had this situation as we have today of this insanity and of this craziness. So the idea is to bake in love into your children and the issues and the problems go away. What should you do right now if he goes inside and closes the door? Honestly, I don't know. The only thing I know is how to heal him. Which is really the most important thing. So we have to heal him with surprises. Things that he's not, he's expecting, he wants Florida, we give him the Bahamas. Sometimes the Bahamas is actually cheaper, by the way. If you do Google flights and you're sharp about it and you do Groupon, you look at it, you find the right thing, you can do more for less. So, of course, there's a financial issue as well. But the idea is we're going to bake them and turn their mind, we're going to bake them in love and turn their mind around from negative to positive. And that automatically heals and helps all the problems. Do you have to become rich? No. Do you have to move into a mansion? No. Do you have to have a new living room, dining room? No. You're going to be able to look to him and say to him, I, I wish I could. I also really need it. I, I understand how you feel. But you're only going to be able to be successful at saying that after you give him what he needs. Now, a lot of it looks like he doesn't need that. It's a want. No, right now his wants are needs. When someone is standing on top of a building and can kill themselves, and kill themselves doesn't mean only 100%. It could be 20% killing with depression, with drugs, with all kinds of other stuff. Part of them dies. At that point, yes, their wants become their needs. This is a big mistake that the other people don't understand. They look at the kids as they have Bechira, and they're just evil, and they're just bad. And why would you give in to someone who's bad? I look at them like, Mamish, they're trying to survive. And by giving them what they need, okay, then they don't. Now, why does it look like a want? Because we don't know what it's a brachana, broken brain needs. So we say, what does he need a TV for? What does he need an iPod for? What does he need the best iPhone for? What does he need? But that's because we turn on the kid and we don't trust our own flesh and blood. If you realize that I raised this kid, I know this kid is good. And now I don't know what happened. He fell down two flights of stairs. And now on the bottom of the stairs, his head is bleeding. He has internal bleeding. And he's saying, I need ice cream. I need ice cream. So why do we have to have somebody tell us, no, he's taking advantage of you, he's manipulating you, he became evil. What are you talking about? Before he fell down the flight of stairs, he was fine. He would never manipulate me. All of a sudden now, his midos turned on me? The terrorist says, no. Obviously, internal bleeding in the brain makes you need ice cream. But it's not a want. Everybody gets ice cream. He says, I, I want more, I want more. He needs more. How do you know? You write a book. Everything he says I want is a need. And when you give him his needs, his needs, mm-hmm. then everything will, will, all the other problems will go away because you're actually healing the internal bleeding inside of his brain. 
which is what he's suffering from, which is what trauma does, and what depression does, and what tzibrachenkeit does. And that's what we're trying to do. So when you give him and you surprise him with Hawaii or uh, Puerto Rico or Bahamas, which is pretty cheap sometimes, and, and you shake him and bake him with this love, then when he turns to you and he says, after a few months of this, he says, he won't even say, I need a new dining room set. But then you'd say, oh, give me a hug. I feel the same exact way. One day we are going to win the lottery and we're going to get a new house. I know that. And you know what? You're probably going to be the one supporting me. And you're going to be able to say that because there's going to be fun and laughter and love and not emptiness and cringiness and darkness, which unfortunately people put, told you to put into your life. That's not the way it works going to be fun and laughter and games and hugging and then they don't ask crazy things and if they do you give a twisted crazy answer that makes them smile inside and then you give a, you get a hug that's what we're after when you get there you solve a lot of problems and you save your other kids and here's really the saddest part the people who are advising the other way they're worried about the other kids they end up hurting your other kids because the other kids become open to a family to to boys or girls that say i'm going to take the whole family down i'm going to pass on what was done to me i'm going to molest all the kids you think i'm bad i'm going to ruin this family i'm going to give my younger siblings porn i'm going to go ahead and expose them i'm going to share them with my friends i'm going to let my friends molest them it happens all the time it does not happen to tp kids who are healed with tp got to give the medicine a year or two. It takes time. But it doesn't happen with our kids. Why? Because they're not looking to bring anybody down. And then they turn and they say, I don't want, I watch out, careful, watch out for the eight-year-old. Don't let him this and careful with that. And they start defending everybody. And that's, that brings out their goodness. And that's what you're going to be doing. So I'm sending this to you in a long way because I want you to save this voice note. I want you to listen to it every day, both of you, and share it with Rabbi Elephant if you can forward it to him. I want him to understand what we're trying to do. If you turn on your kids inside your head, inside your heart, they will turn on you. They feel that difference. They feel it. They're margish it. And it could just be by looking at them when they don't wear a yarmulke. Just to look. And they feel like, I'm going to burn the house down. Such frustration because I'm acting this way because somebody ripped or raped my yarmulke off my head. And that's your problem? Your problem is that I'm walking without a yarmulke? Your problem is that I'm smoking on your stupid Shabbos when I want to die because somebody hurt me so bad and my life is so... That's your problem. It's a chilul shame shemaim to this child. It's a chilul Hashem. It's inappropriate. It's going to the psych ward. It's going into the, to, to, the, to Sloan Kettering, to somebody who's sick, dying of cancer and saying... Uh, did you did you made Zman Krishma today? You know Zman Krishma is Madairaisa. It's insulting. It's unacceptable. It's disgusting. It's a Chil Hashem. They turn Torah and the worst Chil Hashem because they take the Torah, they hijack the Torah, they use it as a stick to hit somebody in the name of Hashem. It's the worst possible thing to do. You want to hate somebody, you want to not understand somebody, that's fine. But you do it in the name of God? Hashem who wants you to hug this kid and have mercy on him and have compassion on him and feel so bad and say, oh, Hashem, what happened to my kid? And I will do anything to save him. I will give up all my money. I will sell a kidney if I have to. I will move. I will be embarrassed. I will do anything for my child, which is really what I think personally I think is the tikkun for our dar, to bring out the karachim of Abanim Kain Terachim Hashem Aleinu to be zaychet to But that's what a parent is. 
Kinesha Yarakinoi, as Rebellia Brudni spoke so beautifully in the clip that I played you from Amudim when he spoke. Kinesha Yarakinoi, the eagle, shoot me, Mutav Shiavaya hates be. Let the arrow come in me. Yeah, I'll take the busha. I'll take all the disaster. I'll take the. F- I'll be in the hack financially. We're in the hack for other reasons. So we'll be in the hack because I had to save my kid, and this is what he needs. He needs a mommy and a tati. He needs somebody who's going to give him so much pleasure, because the only thing that takes away pain is pleasure. Is it temporary pleasure? Yes. Is it right? No, it's wrong. You're not supposed to have to need temporary pleasure. But once you're not healthy, you need temporary pleasure. And the people with cancer, physical cancer, that's what the doctors say. They say they give him temporary pleasure. It'll help beat the machla of physical cancer. Alachas kama v'kama, emotional cancer, where it really changes your mindset. Make him laugh and bake it into him. That's your first kid. The other one, he's the same matziv, but he doesn't trust you. He's in a different place. He's saying, no, 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 no. I don't know what game you're playing here. I'm not going to be manipulated. You hurt me so bad. You hurt me so much. You're a monster, and I don't want you in my life, even if you're going to be nice to me. You know what that is? That's more pain. That's longer amount of pain. That's more times that he felt hurt instead of helped. That's more times that he felt the door shut in his face instead of somebody giving him a hug and saying, I love you and I trust you and I believe in you. I believe in you. I believe that if you're acting this way, you need this. Something hurt you. So I believe in you. I don't know how and I don't know why. I don't need to know. That's belief. I have a muna in my children. I have a muna in Hashem. I have a muna in myself. I have a muna in my children. I know you are good. I believe in you. And these kids are screaming, Yan lehemantem bi. How come you didn't believe in me? I told you I can't. I don't want to. I'm, I'm not able to. And you didn't trust me. You thought I became rotten. You thought I became letarbus raw. You thought I went off the derech. Were you people nuts? Why don't you realize that I'm good? I'm just as good. Maybe even better than all your other fashtinkin' kids who are just doing doing everything because nobody hurt them. That's what he's feeling inside of him. And you turned on me. So don't buy me gifts. It's very hard. We will still win, Be'ezus Hashem. We need a lot of patience and understanding. I had a parent that came to me and I told them that their situation was that they were also misled by people who, in the name of Tyra, taught them that the kid needs tough love. Now they know the kid is traumatized since he's a child. They didn't know it then. The guy said, based on the symptoms, tough, you have to be tough. That's what the kid needed. Nebuch, and they called the police on the kid. And I told them, and this is the only time, and that's why I always tailor-make to everybody's situation, the the medicine as much as humanly possible. It's not a clulliestic thing. I told them, when they called me up, they told me, the matzav was, that every few days they go to the door of the child, which is locked, and they have no access. They don't know when he goes in or out, or if he goes in or out, and where he gets food from. And every few days they go to the door to smell if the body is dead or alive. Hashem Yerachim, last summer is when I got the call. They're by me since then. It's like nine months. And this is a result of the way other people thought Hashem wants you to treat your child. That turns him into somebody who mamish, they don't know if he's alive or dead. Anyway, so I told them, when you buy him the TV, the first bomb, the big gift, I think he's going to break it. And therefore, don't buy the TV. Buy a cheaper thing that's still a good thing. And I told them the watch, the smart watch, is a good move. It's only $250. It's still a hush of a gift that goes against everything that they were dealing with until now because they would never buy an internet watch. And yet, it's not that expensive. And you know what? I was right. You know what he did? He burned 
the watch and the card. And I told him, good. This is his way of getting revenge at you. Let him, let him, let him um, take it out on this. Hashem took out the hashlech kasei al eitzim ba'avonim. Hashlech kasei al eitzim ba'avonim. Over here also, let him take it out on the bomb. Good. Patience. Tell him, I understand why you did that. You don't even want, I, I treated you so bad, you don't even want my love. You don't even want my hug. You don't even want me to spoil you. You don't even want my gifts. I understand you, and that's okay. And I will be here for the rest of my life, until I die, to prove to you that I'm sorry about what I did and that I changed and that I believe in you. And I don't blame you for not trusting me. Take your time. And over years, it's going to work, Bazis Hashem. It's, a, it's nine months later. That he still won't talk to them, but we've made great strides. He decided on his own to go to therapy, which he never would have been able to do, to work on his issues. At least when he goes in, he's talking about the past. He's not talking about the current living in trauma and fear of his parents that they'll call the police and, and take him to a psych ward. It's a whole different ball game for the kid. But yeah, they're going to need years extra. I told them they're not even doing TP. They're doing pre-TP because if the kid doesn't respond to the bomb with a hug, then you have to do pre-TP, which is what you're also doing. You're getting him to the point that he can accept your gift to be bought, so to speak, in their mind. Oh, you want to buy me? It's not true. I don't want to buy you. I want to own you. I do own you. I own you. You're my child. I just want you to realize how much I'm willing to do for you and go out of my way because I love you. And I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. I'm sorry I probably sent you to the pain that you went through and I probably turned on you. And I'm sorry I didn't defend you. And I'm sorry that you went through everything. And I'm sorry that I hurt you because I didn't understand you and believe in you. And then, not only I'm sorry, once he accepts all of that in a few years from now, I'm here for you and I will be here for you. And we're in this together. And I'm supporting you so much that when you walk into that therapist office in five years from now, you're walking in strong with a high self-esteem. Okay, I got to deal with my issues. All the tzabrachen kite that's left over from the emotional holocaust that I went through. They're still going to be broken. They're still a cripple. But I'm ready to face my physical therapist to go through the pain of learning how to walk again because I have parents on the side of me that are going to catch me when I fall and that believe that I can do it. So maybe I can walk. Maybe I can walk a few more steps, a few more steps. Doesn't mean that they're not going to be broken What they went through breaks their brain. With your help and commitment, you can help them heal so much. And the journey is going to be so much more pleasant after they start accepting the medicine and allowing you in their heart. You took yourself out of their heart by the way that you dealt with them, unfortunately. Bad advice, whatever. But now you're putting yourself in the heart. They have no room in their heart left for you anymore because once you vacate that, it just gets taken over with pain. Now we're going to start doing surgeries. Those are the shock bombs every week, every constant, all the ideas that I have. Be consistent with it. Shock them. Do stuff that they can't imagine. How could you afford it? I can't. I sold my kidney. It doesn't matter how I sold my shaitel. I don't need a shaitel. I need you. I sold my lulav, I sold my esrig, I sold my mezuzahs. It doesn't matter. I want to save you. I want you. I need you. I need you to be a part of my life. That's what turns them from negative to having a positive outlook. Outlook. In a couple of years from now, oh, life's not so bad. Maybe I can work on myself. And then when they get healthy, of course they're going to be from. That's why they become from automatically. Not because you have to teach them and hold them. Nobody's going to become from because they're told you can't walk into my house with an iPhone. Nobody's going to become from because they're told you have to wear a yarmulke in my house and what's the matter with you and why can't you be a mensch? Now you're making someone not from into from and it's done with the tools of love, which is the only tool. Hatrufa, hayichida, 
That's what Tov Gersh and Edelstein said, and that's what the Chazanish said, and that's what the Baal Shem Tov said. Nothing else makes somebody interested in Yiddishkeit except for tremendous feeling that I am comfortable the most in the entire world. I'm more comfortable here. That's your job. And you're doing a great job, and you will do a great job, Be'ezus Hashem, and you will grow, and your other children will grow, Be'ezus Hashem, if you bake these concepts into your family. And you are going to bring the Geula. Parents like you are going to bring the Geula B'Karif.